0: Howdy and welcome to Weekend at Crombies 2, The Legend of Crombies Gold, Season 3, The Best of the West, Episode 2, My Darling Clementine. Welcome, dear listener, to our second episode in our Best of the West run. I am Hugh. How about just giving me a stack of buckwheat cakes and plenty of molasses and a steak, blood rare, couple of hunks of bacon if you got some, and a big pot of coffee.
1: <laughs> My name is Dr. James Evans, Esquire. What kind of town is this? A man can't get a shave without getting his head blown off
0: there are certain, like, certain towns there.
1: <laughs> yeah there are certain towns yeah we've seen a few of them already i do like that quote though uh by um is it virgil erp oh, yeah. um uh played by the fantastic ward bond who which is just one of the best names ever ward bond oh come on no i think you mean uh, you mean morgan Earp. oh he's well yeah morgan that's who i meant
0: <laughs> yeah they they they, they, fl- they do switch, switch we'll come to the the veracity of this thing but yeah the uh, who, who's who we gets switched around from who you'd expect who was who you what I mean yeah
1: yeah that's right
0: but uh, but we are we are doing our, our second cowboy run the best of the west oh. and uh, we're into the 1940s now where we 46
1: uh, that's where we are uh, aren't we
0: 46 we haven't left John Ford because no. he's such a colossus over the early West. westerns <laughs> it is.
1: we'll be coming back to him at some point as well fairly oh soon goodness.
0: really yeah, well, he's, yeah. he, uh, he bestrides the west like does, uh, that enormous does. rock that he keeps on putting in his face. <laughs> yes on that back. there it is
1: again <laughs> It's filmed in effectively the same two miles square patch of America, isn't it?
0: (laughs) But yes, so we're doing John Ford's My Darling Clementine, Mm. which uh, is uh, slightly,
1: slightly um, uh, kind of mysterious title, isn't it? For what the film's about.
0: Yeah, the, we we I think we assu- we assumed last month this is where the song came from. It's not at all. The song no, is well known.
1: Yeah, the the comes <laughs> I thought into. it was, but it's, um, I think this this you know this this popularizes it for um, people like me who <laughs> <You laughs> only know the song from this film.
0: Yes, but um, I guess yeah. So it's, uh, we'll get into the plot. But of course, it's John Ford again, Western uh, Titanic director Henry Fonda again, big name in the westerns. So that's another one. Um, Henry Fonda was the star of this, and it's. I'm really hesitant to use the word historical, but it's it it deals with um actual people. um so it's it it's does. the story of uh, Wired up Dark Holiday and the gunfight at the okay Corral. Um, highly it fictionalized
1: it's highly fictionalized, yeah, but um you know, most of these films they they play loose and fast with the. The truth and i also like to point out that you, you described john ford as the titanic director uh, he obviously <laughs> he has never directed a film about the titanic <laughs> you're thinking of um oh what's his face uh what's his name james cameron yeah that's the one yeah you're yes, thinking same. of james cameron but yeah good effort
0: i was gonna say if john ford <laughs> was the titanic director it would strike that large block in monument valley and not an iceberg it would. <laughs> it'd work yeah, it, it in somehow it?
1: It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's right. Sad <laughs> I mean, to be honest. honest though, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> if to be honest though, if you've got that Vista, yeah. you might as well use it.
0: Absolutely. Because they didn't have the internet back. They didn't have even VHS. I mean, you've seen that once. You don't get to see it again.
1: <laughs> no, that's true. People will have forgotten. But you know, like Stagecoach was what, seven years before this? People yeah. you know, wouldn't have seen it for seven years.
0: Yeah, well this was I think, I think this was his only his first Western since Stagecoach. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, there I don't we know go. Who's doing
0: in the meantime? Fighting World War Two, maybe. But um,
1: maybe.
0: But yes. Yeah, should, should we jump into it then? Should we go? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll rattle it. through our plot. I mean, it's uh, so it's uh, it's like well saying,
1: worn. It's, the plot, isn't it?
0: It is. Yeah. It, um, I mean, it doesn't almost doesn't need to be the the story of of Wyatt Earp because it's it's a well worn thing. So you have four four brothers, the Earp brothers: Wyatt, yeah, Morgan, Virgil, and James, the Earps. <laughs> Um, and they, they um, oh, we'll get it again. We're, we're notorious for lingering too long over the credits. Yeah. But the credits are a load of road signs with, yeah, with people are. in Aiman, and they're actually really there, which is almost yeah. done now as a quite a modern twist. Like you'll get um, TV episodes with, yeah. with the name of the episode like written on the road or on the, yeah, on the. Yeah, It's like yeah, in, worked right, into yeah. reality. And it, here it was. So I thought that's kind of cool.
1: It um, is, yeah. It just makes you think there is nothing new in the world, is there? There really isn't. <laughs>
0: But you've got these four four young cowboys driving their cattle across the plain and going yah yah in the uh, in the traditional style.
1: They're on their um, way to California, aren't they? They're going to
0: sell their herd and uh, and mm. make their fortune. But they. Uh, but uh, an old man hunched over his his truck, and one of his sons is watching them. And you, the music instantly tells you this guy is up to no good. Although you can you can tell he's up to no good anyway, because the the actor playing old man Clanton, who is um who is he? He's uh, Walter, Walter Brennan. Brennan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: he's, he's he's wonderfully sinister. He's yeah. like, oh well, I'll buy those cows off you, and he offers him apparently a, a derisory price.
1: Oscar and, winner Walter Brennan. Not for he? This. What, has what did he win the Oscar for? He won the very first um best supporting actor oscar for a film called come and get it in 1936 wow. and also for kentucky in 1938 so he's a double oscar winner wowzers yeah uh
0: where was i so yes oscar brennan um offers offers the he talks to wired up um, played by um, henry fonda um obviously i'm gonna ridiculous.
1: put this down right now as well by the way Hugh, so Go i apologize on. for interrupting you i absolutely love henry fonda oh, not yes. necessarily i mean not just in this yeah. I just love Henry Fonda I think he's an absolutely brilliant actor I was going to
0: say Yeah, youngest he's ever looked Of course he would be Because <laughs> it's a very old film But I thought <laughs> yeah. Henry Fonda looks He doesn't actually look young He just looks younger
1: yeah, He doesn't look that young, does he?
0: Well, he wasn't that young I think he was 40 And uh, yeah, he just so. served a World mean, War World you mean not that
1: young? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Have you served a World War II? Not to my knowledge.
0: Yeah, I mean, you think that'd put a few years on you, but he had uh, he done that as well. So you yeah. uh, don't. Um, I think i will discharge for basically being too old. It's like it's like <laughs> stop it now. Major your <laughs> point. Um, so yeah, so the the Clanton uh, boy, the Clanton is sent offering him price for his cattle, and uh, I'll um, offer you five dollars. Yeah, I paid more than that in Mexico, so off, off they go. Um, And they, they point out that oh, where, where can we get a a shave and a a beer? And he goes, oh, there's a town called Tombstone, lovely town. Um, (laughs) And uh, as they drive away, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, um, Clanton actually rubs his hands together and and says, I'm going to get those cattle. But you're pretty sure that's what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah. And we go to the, the Earp's campsite just outside Tombstone, where they've just finished their lovely dinner, prepared for them by the, the youngest of the brothers, James Earp, who's only 18, uh, but a, a fantastic cook. And I noticed that they clean their plates by just rubbing dirt in
1: them, yeah. which,
0: which is a step up from my student household, but a step down from where I currently live.
1: <laughs> only a step down? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just so amazed by that. It's like I guess you could rub dry earth into your plate. I guess you could. It would would get rid of the the smudge and the 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 sauce. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, Uh, I guess it would. You want to rinse it
1: out before you have something else in it. I know. Yeah,
0: but um, anyway, that's that's
1: that's, least to their worries. I thought that was an
0: authentic bit of frontiersmanship.
1: Nice use of the word frontiersmanship as
0: well. (laughs) I bet I bet any any cattle rancher worth his salt watching this thinking, what the hell are those idiots doing?
1: And they wouldn't be talking about us on this occasion. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
0: And then there's some good, their brothers get on. There's some good, and there's some good natured teasing of, of young James yeah, he's, because he's he got was... a, he's got a, he's paid, a, he's paid 25 American dollars yeah. for a silver cross um, necklace that he's going to give to his sweetheart and marry her. And um, it's, it's all, you know, James couldn't have a bigger target on his back because he's because he's, he's young good, and he's he's pleasant and yeah. he's hopeful and he's full of life and he's, gonna and he's his going to marry. He's
1: not going to Tombstone.
0: And he's the other three ride to Tombstone. James, you look after our incredibly yeah. expensive herd of cattle by yourself
1: yeah. with Just your yourself. silver p- pendant.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we'll leave James for the moment. We'll we'll ride into uh, into town. Um, where it's it's quite comical where they go into a barber's because why they're to get his beard shaved and to have a moustache left, and he sits in the the barber's chair and then he flies over
1: backwards. <laughs> yeah, i say this film was funnier than I was expecting it to be. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll actually,
1: there's get... a lot of really good lines in it and quite a lot of good slapstick in places.
0: Well, here's the thing. It's like um, he's played by Henry Fonda, not known yes. for his comedy, no. and it's and and he's playing Wyatt Earp, which in, we come to the legend of Wyatt <laughs> Earp. Yeah. He's kind of establishing Wyatt Earp. This is really. There's been a few other tellings, but this really is the first cinematic. It is
1: really, isn't it? Wyatt Earp. It's the big. This is the big first one.
0: Yeah, and again, again coming to the the legend of it, I didn't know that that he wasn't a household name because I assumed. Gunfight OK Corral was like a, a big yeah, thing yeah, but
1: in the, the West. at the time, it wasn't, was it?
0: No, there was there was a novel written um about 15 years earlier, yeah. 31, that, that made this the legend. I assumed it was like a Robin Hood thing where everyone knew it and it was yeah. just, oh, you have to go to the Wired Up story. But no, so this was where the OK Corral and Wired Up hit the screen. And it's kind of a
1: goofball. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's... he's... That's, I think that's a little bit too strong, but he, he comes across, a, yeah, maybe Goofball isn't quite right, but he's, he's almost like a Mr. Bean type character, isn't he? He's almost, he's too fussy. You're not, he's a bit you're... fussy.
0: Yeah, well, this year things like things like he sits in the chair and he nearly flies over back I mean, yeah. This is this is the the gun-toting, yeah. Martial, legendary marshal yeah. who yeah. blazes down bad guys. But he sits in the chair and he flies over in a very comic style. Yeah. Later on, when he gets his poker chips, he puts them in his hat and then puts his yeah. hat in his head to carry them <laughs> yeah. round, which yeah. I guess is a way of doing it. But that's kind of funny. Another moment, you,
1: ex- yeah. you expect it a little bit more from a, an actor like James Stewart, don't you?
0: Yes, yeah, you would bit. definitely do that. at then moment he's 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 as he when he gets okay, he gets the position of marshal. He's he's rocking back on his chair. On the yeah, porch, he does that. O- yeah. overseeing his yeah. domain. Yeah. But he rocks back with one foot, and then he flips the other foot, and he does this <laughs> thing where he's like doing a balancing, like like a child would do, and the the final thing is when he when he goes back to the barber again, he gets um he gets sprayed yeah, he with, with expensive. Yeah, pomade about.
1: He's not happy about it at all, is he? And then um, Clem, the his is you know love interest i suppose to a certain extent it says you know I, oh what it's, it's a lovely morning isn't it i love the smell of the fr- the, the desert flowers coming yeah. in on the wind he says mm, that's me <laughs> yeah,
0: <to> the <laughs> but it happens before that as well his brothers are going oh we could be back at home on the ranch i can smell the mum's suckle now no that's me <laughs> so yeah so yeah. J- just to establish that the wire up is is not quite the uh the I mean, he'll be played by later by you know far more menacing actors hmm. um he's he's He's, yeah, he's not as terrifying he's, as you'd imagine. No, we'll but I to, think uh, he's
1: almost. But when he's when he's when he needs to be, he's good. Do you know what I mean? He's a. Se- I think I I get the reason. He's a serious man. Yeah. Who is? I don't know. He's trying to loosen up a little bit. He can't quite do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Um... So, you say his shave doesn't go very well because before anything happens, um, and he, then the barber, he's the uh, he's, only all he can say is shave, please. Yeah. Shave, please. Because the barber is just like saying, Oh, will you take a, will you take a, a haircut? No. Yeah. Will you take a pop of pomade? No. And then um, the barber's mirror gets riddled with bullets as, as, yeah. uh, as bullets are flying across the street because uh, it's like Indian Joe or Indian Bob or um, this person whose name is Indian something.
1: Indian Charlie.
0: Indian Charlie, um, yes. who is apparently an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> um, has gotten drunk and is, is just is taking over some um, some brothel and he's yeah. shooting up from within and bullets are flying all over the place and the crowd with probably no sense of suspicion, are gathering round.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but nobody wants to go in, do they? To to um, accost Indian Charlie, even no, the, even even the marshal
0: he resigns on the spot pretty much. He's like, they're not... Epp <laughs> comes to complain, still wiping the, the the soap from his chin, saying, I can't even get a shave. And he goes, um, why don't you go and chase him out? It's not my job. Well, they're not paying me enough to do it. Yeah, so the marshal yeah. resigns on the spot and Epp kind of just huffs and says he'll do it then. So he kind of... Um, here's the thing. He, like, he, he marches in alone to this yeah. drunken, this dangerous man. But also he... He goes in through the back way, you know, taken by surprise. And he goes in. There's the the comedy thing of like he's gone into a woman's bedroom because he's like, ah, screams. He's like, excuse me, (laughs) ma'am. So even when he's being a badass, there's still some comedy points to
1: it. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't expecting it to be quite as fun. I mean, it's not a comedy, is it? But it's it's a lot funnier than I was expecting it to be, I have to say.
0: So he, he basically yeah, he, he knocks that Indian Charlie, drags him out, so it proves his worth as yeah. a as a as a lawman. They and try to
1: persuade him to be the new marshal. Don't yeah, they?
0: They? For lots of figures out. He won't have it. He just wants to get back to his cows and uh, gets back to his uh, his family. Um, bit of problem with that though, uh, as the three yeah. brothers ride back now in very dramatic rain because they got they their, the, the water is running off their their hats and their slick coats, and then with the black and white, well, it's very noirish.
1: It is. Um, it's a fantastic scene. I actually yeah. I love this scene when they find yeah. James Earp James is dead. lying in the mud.
0: Yeah, one foot in his saddle, um, yeah. his stirrup, and uh, and the cows all gone.
1: They're all gone. And then so, there's a there's a there's a final scene where the camera just kind of lifts up a little bit, and you see an aerial view of the three remaining herps with their yeah. with their heads down and the rain dripping off their hats. Yeah. And you think, oh, these these are going to mean, mean business now. Yeah.
0: And uh, again, without any ado, he's back in Tombstone, accepting the job of marshal, and making yeah. his brother's deputies. So he's, gonna... he's got
1: some idea about who it might be.
0: Oh, yeah, because the, the the clans immediately come in with big old grins on their faces.
1: Yeah. And goes, yeah. Oh, my, my cattle
0: got rustled, and the old man clan's like, ooh, what a pity.
1: Yeah. Are you off, then. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be hanging around for a while. All right.
0: Oh, yeah, and then he gives his name, and apparently the name wide Up carries weight, because he's like, oh, wide yeah. Up Dodge City. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, oh,
1: right, yeah. well, I'll make sure I make sure the marshal knows so that I'm the marshal. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But uh but then we we, we kept um so we um uh, we kept now to, to Earp playing poker in this so he's now settling in. um he probably uh again the Clantons run the the cattle and doc Holiday who've we yet to see runs the gambling. um he's out of town at the moment, but um um wide up is playing poker with uh, and in this saloon where the, the local entertainment is a a latina named Chihuahua. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who is who's Linda Darnell?
1: Um, Linda Darnell, yeah. That, that She's quite a tragic Mexican figure, name. I think. She's quite a tragic figure in Hollywood. She's
0: very, is she? Oh dear. Yeah, what yeah.
1: Well, she she um she went on a spiral of alcoholism, um and she died in the mid '60s. She died from burns sustained at a house fire that she oh, was in. So she she couldn't. I think I think the the phrase is she couldn't cope with the Hollywood system and uh, yeah it was too much for her oh dear yeah
0: well uh, she's very entertaining in this i will say <laughs>
1: yeah, she'll <laughs> appreciate that
0: she is <laughs> a lot of fun um Again, she she, again, she she does the thing where again I mentioned it in the last thing where there's a bit where the, where the, the does, someone, yeah, someone sings singing, a song yeah, and yeah. it's pretty much like this is the bit where we sing the song yeah um and because it's funny she because Erb's kind of frowning over his poker cards yeah Travis trying to like seduce him so like, he flicks an ankle in his direction yeah and this, she's kind of like posing ankle around ankle
1: flicking it. is quite popular in oh, the early yes, westerns isn't it? Ankle, <laughs> yeah <laughs> he had it in stagecoach as well
0: I know. Um, uh, but the thing is the song of choice uh, Chihuahuas used to sing is like I had 10,000 cattle and now they're yeah. all stolen well she's la, 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 la. doing it on
1: purpose isn't she that's the thing because he's not he's not giving in to her wily yeah. charms so she's like right I'm going to make up a story about these cattle that have been I stolen bit on the, the nose he's down. a bit on the nose yeah. <laughs> that's Chihuahua for you she yeah. does it later on where she sings to Doc Holliday as well about something very specific it's a bit like I can't think of any musical lyrics to this so I'll just sing words <laughs> I'm having a cheese sandwich for my lunch now. It's like
0: Chihuahua's in the room now. I can (laughs) see the ankle.
1: (laughs) I think my ankle's a little bit hairier than Chihuahua's. (laughs) Do you get hairy ankles? I expect you do. (laughs) You've never thought about that. That's a question you've never been asked.
0: (laughs) But anyway, Chihuahua is also... um, well, she's, she's trying to cheat uh, Earp at poker. She's sitting behind him and holding up like a little yeah. sign to the, his op- opponents as to what his cards are. So Erp is wise, to this takes her outside and dumps her in a horse trough, which is,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, which is fair enough.
0: <laughs> um, and then Doc returns. Doc, was uh, oh, Doc Holiday. Uh, so Tray was promising vengeance. Yeah. But uh, Doc Holiday comes in. Doc Holiday is, is played by Victor Mature. Um,
1: yeah, Victor Mature. I mean, he's really good in this, I will say, but um, he's not. He's not a major Hollywood actor, though, is he, Victor Mature? I mean, he's I, well known. Maybe you
0: know, did, I did know but... him from *Samson and Delilah*.
1: So, yeah, that's it's me too. But um, he's he's a he's a favourite actor of my dad's. So my How dad's yeah, my dad's two favourite a- actor and actresses are Victor Mature and Barbara Carrera. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> did they ever star in the same movie? I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna have to find uh, out. We should, it out. Yeah, yeah, we should, should watch it. It all will ah, it all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah, Victor Mature. He, I mean, he, almost more than Henry Fonda. He looks like a nineteen forties
1: film actor. He's, he does. I actually thought it was Dean Martin. For about I thought half it, an hour.
0: Who was the guy from Seconds that we saw?
1: Oh, yeah, Rock Hudson.
0: I was trying to, I was trying to place him, and I'm thinking, have I seen him before? I didn't realize it was Samson. But yeah, he, he, he definitely looks like some guy you've seen before in an old movie. He's very, he's very. Good, good screen presence. You know, good Macney yeah. Idol looks. Yeah. Um, I would say he's the least likely tuberculosis victim I've ever seen, <laughs> because apart from just sudden bursts of coughing, he he looks in fine health.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's, yeah,
0: he's about two hundred pounds built. <laughs> he's he's built enormously, ah, uh, yeah. but he broods. He's a he does man. brood. Well,
1: he's a brooder, isn't he? He's an alcoholic oh. and he's a brooder, and he's got tuberculosis. I know. Tuberculosis
0: oh. was a very fashionable disease in the in the nineteenth century. Not just because so many people had it, but it was seen as like um a, you know a, a trendy disease. No, none of your, none it? of your yeah, none of your syphilis. Like you know, things, diseases that disfigure, make you seem horrible. None of that. Tuberculosis kind of gave you pale complexion and you know made you frail and you kind of.
1: I I don't know. Given a choice of syphilis or tuberculosis, I think I'd go with tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's. I mean I'm not saying it's you know it's not a great hand <laughs>
0: you probably have less fun catching tuberculosis though
1: mm, yes that's very true
0: <laughs> kisses are always sweeter underneath a sombrero
1: All very nice <laughs> I tell you what this is amazing I feel like I'm being wooed <laughs> anyway, so Doc I we're, we're in scene four at the moment <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm glad it's a short film so doc and <laughs> doc and white um they never met before but they they kind of the saloon goes the
1: quiet doesn't it as he yeah. walks in as he's the usual isn't
0: it yeah they're definitely sizing to up. again doc yeah. offers uh some some champagne which probably meant to be nice but you've got to imagine lukewarm champagne
1: yeah well, goes, whiskey is basically well, drank
0: whiskey for a reason
1: yeah it says he goes you know uh, can i get you a drink uh he goes yeah i'll have a uh, champagne please no i'll have a whiskey no you're gonna have champagne goes, oh, what no, it's, it's horrible.
0: Imagine that. Yeah, and it was horrible. Champagne. Yeah, he yeah. says, it's, it's, uh, if I wasn't your guest, this I'd say this tastes like vinegar. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they they size each other up again. Holiday clearly, you know, is is prone to breaking the law and doesn't want a yeah. uh, marshal to to get in his way. Erp is kind of a stand up guy and will do, but they also there's a grudging respect for each other in terms there of what is. They are.
1: even in that early scene. There's a grudging respect. I mean, this is one of those interesting relationships in the film because. You know, if I didn't know the story, yeah. I would fully expect Doc Holliday and White Up to be enemies. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've got that look about them; they're antagonists, aren't they? Yeah. But, but they're not. They're actually they, they they have a grudging respect, which almost blossoms into some kind of friendship.
0: Yeah, which is interesting. Again, if you didn't know the legend, you you'd yeah. think, oh. Is, is, how is this going to end? Because you're, you, yeah, you're you often, you often you got, especially again, as as newcomers come in, we should, we should race on and get to that. But yeah, was, anyway, so they, 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 even when Doc draws on Wyatt, um, yeah. and Wyatt kind of says, I don't have a gun, but my two brothers over there do. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He, he kind of respects but he's that smart in. But anyway, they, uh, then the, then the theatre comes to town,
1: a rather uh, flamboyant yeah. actor. Granville Thorndike.
0: Granville Thorndike. Is that the name of the actor or the, uh, the name That's of the character? That's
1: the name of the character. The actor is Alan Mowbray. It's slightly less... <laughs> Yeah. extravagant than granville thorndyke but anyway. you've got to
0: imagine alan mowbray was a big name on stage and they just dragged him over <laughs> and stuck him in yeah, front of the camera
1: yeah, you'd hope so wouldn't you <laughs> he's
0: a grand english theatrical actor and is, um, yeah. and these he also likes a drink so uh rather than end up on the in the theater because doc and white kind of go to uh, a nice spot to see the local theater action but he hasn't turned up again so they have to find yeah. him in a saloon where he's kind of being terrorized by the clantons yeah, you ever... think
1: he's just he's just not turned up because he's drunk but actually yeah. he's been almost held hostage isn't he
0: yeah, they stick him on a table and make him recite Shakespeare at gunpoint, um, yeah. which he, he begins to do. And it's basically it's the standard Hamlet stuff. And then he kind of right. loses lines. And it's Doc who uh, who picks up the lines.
1: Quite a poignant scene, isn't it?
0: Yeah, because it shows That's that right. Doc is not Rudy. just a kind of a murderous
1: no, gambler. He's he has
0: he's, a, he's an educated, cultured man. Well, he's,
1: a, he's, an, he's actually a doctor
0: was a dentist.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, same thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they never actually say this, but yeah, he's he's a, he's the the doc holiday was a dentist. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Oh, so he exactly.
0: explains some scenes later on. But anyway, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he was a cultured man, and was very moved by uh mm. by what happened. Um, again, Earp kind of yeah, rescues the actor and kind of smacks the Clanton's around a bit. I thought he'd shot one at one point, but he, he just yeah, uh, he
1: missed it. it. It's when the um, uh, um oh what's his name the uh. uh clanton he says to his son um pull a gun kill a man yeah because oh, yeah because yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. old man, yeah, old man clanton kill. old man clanton comes in and says oh, i'm terribly sorry the boy's just a bit rambunctious i'm so sorry marshall yeah. etc and then he starts rap- whipping his boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah next time just kill him yeah, yeah. So exactly. trouble trouble's coming. Anyway, so the actor is returned. Um and all is well in, in Tombstone. But uh who should come on the next stage? But uh but um, Finally we meet my darling Clementine.
1: Clementine Carter, yeah. Clementine this
0: Clement- is about
1: half an hour in the film.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um I was gonna say she's not terribly impressive. She's she's like the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone with my darling Chihuahua, because Clementine <laughs> She's she's cut in the same mold as the the lady from the stagecoach. who was pregnant. She's just she's yeah. ever pro, she's very proper, and you know, kind of. I'm just here to see Mr. Hollid no, Doctor Holiday. La la la. Yeah. She's here to chase down you know,
1: Doctor John Holiday. That's how she's. No one knows him. who no one knows who he is. John yeah. Holiday. Yeah.
0: Doctor John Holiday. I know a Doc Holiday, but a Doctor John Holiday. No, I'm, I'm beat. <laughs> so she's looking for Doc Holiday, having travelled all the way over from the east coast to find him. Um, and has been searching time to time, basically following his his line of murders um, up to this point. Yeah. Um And uh, and she she meets her, who's very taken with her, and kind of you know she, um, shows her, finds her a room and, and looks after her and everything like that. Um. And in the evening when um she's like surprise Doc I'm here Doc is pretty much that well, what? He's well, yeah. He's like well, he I says, told
1: you not to follow me.
0: Yeah. And this is go home to <laughs> get the next yeah. stage tomorrow. He's basically saying I'm not the man you once knew.
1: Yeah. That's it. I don't but, know. E- if he, you know he... Either you go or I go.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's explicit, but um, it's like he left because he had tuberculosis and was dying, so he wanted to leave yeah. his behind.
1: It's never quite revealed, is it? It's no,
0: it's enigmatic. it's enigmatic. Let's say you assume he did it for a noble reason because it's Victor Mature, but you you,
1: you, you don't know just, though because he could have killed someone.
0: Yeah, it could have just been like, yeah, I didn't, I don't fancy him off. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> he yeah. stop stalking yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> this could this could be like the, the my crazy ex girlfriend yeah. in nineteen forty six.
1: It doesn't really matter, does it?
0: <laughs> no, yeah. so anyway, um, and Chihuahua is generally not happy by this. They uh, have, have a rifle, so you've got like, and and Wydop is quite making moon eyes at um at uh, Clementine um because he basically he's, he tries to bucked up up saying um. God, if I had a woman like that, I'd I'd keep her. Yeah, back to she's a wonderful woman, very, very attractive, very nice woman. It's like, yeah, calm down, White. You're yeah. meant to be, It's your friend and you're meant to be
1: Yeah, exactly. But Doc having yeah, this um, is when he has his hair cut, isn't it? And yeah, so,
0: Doc having he... told um having told Clementine to go, then gets very, very drunk and uh, yeah. tells Chirawa to to sing his silly songs elsewhere. So he's in no mood for um for for um being consoled. And it then says, Maybe I'll just kill someone. Who do I like the least in this mm. in this tavern? because uh, he gets his gun out and says you know I feel like getting shot down or something like that. Um, I, I yeah, did, but, I did,
1: Earp has a nice little line here because he's, he's basically saying there's there's you know everyone in this town has a reason to to kill you doc you know it's almost don't give them that reason.
0: Yeah because they want to earn their name by being the person yeah, who shot. Doc, yeah. Yeah. I don't would also yeah I would also say that um, you know we have sometimes because in school but it probably follows you in life If if like Something's been done bad, and the teacher says, "I'll find out who did it." Even yeah. if it wasn't you that did it, you immediately think, "Oh God, what if it's what if it's what do they think it's me? Yeah. What yeah. if I did it?" Even though I haven't. What if I did it? do it? Yeah, I had the same thought, thinking if I was in a tavern and a and a drunken gun singer said, "Who yeah. do I like the least?" I thought it'd be me, wouldn't it? He's yeah. going to pick on me. <laughs> what,
1: what have, have I, I done? done? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just my luck. Maybe I wasn't assertive enough. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, just tried no, to I was keep too my assertive. Head <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where was the line I could have walked? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was just my mental leap in that anyway so um but yeah um Wyatt basically yeah uh, knocks doc out um and takes him <coughs> to his room so even though he, he you know punches him in the face he's keeping the peace and he's trying to do him a favor i mean yeah. uh chihuahua kind of matters he's not gonna be happy about that but uh that's that so yes yeah, So the, the next morning um again well doc uh yeah kind of wakes up and tells chihuahua and this is kind of mean of doc that um he's going off to mexico if clementine will leave but you yeah, know pack a bag i'll take you to mexico too yeah and then he makes a comment saying, "The Queen is dead, long live the Queen." And tell uh, uh, Sam to prepare marriage breakfast, or Mac to prepare marriage breakfast. The bartender. So he's pretty much almost proposing to Chihuahua. and yeah. then
1: and then just bogs off.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he gets on the stagecoats and rides away, and Chihuahua's yeah. kind of left there with a with a suitcase, not looking yeah. too happy about it.
1: No, as as well she might not. Indeed. Um,
0: meanwhile, Wyatt has, has been to a, a church dance.
1: It's um, a nice scene in the church. I like I quite like this scene because it. It's you say it's, it's a church dance, but there isn't a church, yeah. it's, it's just um, it's the shell of the uh, bell tower. Um, and there's a guy who says, I'm not really a preacher, but I do know how to have a good old dance, so come <laughs> on, let's have a dance.
0: Oh, yeah. I read the book from front to back, and it's nothing said again against dancing.
1: <laughs> and then they have a little, little shindig, which is quite yeah.
0: nice. And Erp and dances with uh, with Clementine, oh, and they know oh, something's happening, their sparks oh. are flying. Um, mm. But um,
1: so as the are wetting, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> well, plague your <laughs> So this is post haze code, isn't it? So it wouldn't have been down that road. Yeah, no,
0: as they make their way back to, to to Clementine's rooms, they find Chihuahua in there packing Clementine's bags for uh, yeah. to, to help her help on her way. But as as, uh, as she, she goes, "My say, name
1: is Chihuahua. I'm Doc's man. <laughs> that's I think a so great said, line. I'm Doc's girl. Oh, that's you you yeah. if so so I'm yeah. Doc's
0: man, that'd be a very different <laughs> film, and indeed a great line." <laughs>
1: Uh, but
0: Chihuahua uh, um, is wearing a silver cross, a rather recognisable silver cross, ooh, and Wyatt yeah. clocks this immediately. It's the, clo- it's the cross that James had on his possession when the knight was killed. Yeah. So um, and she says that Doc gave it to her. So, oh dear. Uh, Wyatt immediately grabs a horse and races after Doc, who is on a stagecoach. He's riding a shotgun, um, doing the, uh, the whole thing where you throw stones at the horses. So this is clearly... A, <laughs> yeah, it's a John a Ford thing, way- thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, John Ford had against <laughs> horses, but
1: yeah it's good i mean again he, john ford can sh- he can really film horses traveling at high speed can't he I, do
0: you think stagecoaches really went that fast because i mean i don't would, know but,
1: the, blimey well oh, I mean, they
0: did in this movie but you yeah. couldn't keep that up the horse even horses couldn't keep that up like, no, yeah, I was going.
1: Wor- yeah i was worried about the horse that henry Fonda had with him as well because he was going at a right old pace yeah and that so, horse surely he's never going to keep up with that
0: so anyway, fast chase scene ensues, uh, but yep. Wyatt does indeed head them off at the pass. Um, mm. at Bonny, Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where, again, they, they square off and uh, and uh, they draw. Um, they do. Because basically, again, Wyatt, rather than spelling out anything, he says, you're coming back with me. Yeah. And Doc says, I don't want to. Um, yeah. so <laughs> Which
1: is fair enough, isn't it?
0: Well, Doc thinks he's dragging him back for Clementine yeah. and Wyatt yeah. is dragging him back for the to answer for the silver cross. Any... any Fewer, any more words would have solved this problem, <laughs> but the, they draw. But luckily, White's a crack shot and yes. does the old thing where he gets shoots the pistol out of Doc's hand, yeah. so no harm done. Um, they head back to Chihuahua, um, where brother well, brother they've clearly had a conversation now because they're both they're doing kind of the good cop bad cop thing almost, where um, she says, "Did you, did you, um, you know?" chihuahua i didn't give you the cross yeah. yes yeah, you did, doc. did and yeah. then why goes in that case doc i'm arresting you for murder and doc's quite cool with this yeah. he's like are you sure about this chihuahua
1: and it She's goes, like, no <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then she uh, yeah so they uh they then chihuahua the truth comes out the night doc was rude to her she was visited mm. by billy clanton yeah. um and and what's more but before she can say what's more she shot through the window Jeez. um a couple of shots plugged poor chihuahua by, and billy, billy, clanton. by billy clanton who I don't know how he had the presence of mind to stake out Chihuahua's room. Well, he
1: was in the, he was in the room anyway, wasn't he? When they, of you know, course. yeah, he was in the room with her. Oh, so there's course. obviously something going on there. Oh yeah. Cause she was like, let me just put some clothes yeah, on. She puts yeah, in exactly. cover.
0: Oh my yeah. goodness. So he was with her and still decided to shoot her. What a rotter. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, there you go. he's so, a Clanton, isn't he?
0: He's actually Clanton. He, he so he rides away. Uh, Wyatt kind of uh, shoots him, but not mortally. Uh, so he uh, but Virgil is is on standby on his horse, uh, yeah. and, and, and races after him. Virgil, we can also add, is is the next young uh, youngest brother, uh, the more fresh faced one, and the one with most to live for.
1: So yeah. because, <laughs> he's obviously going to die.
0: I know. MORG is a much more heavier, older, round set person who just yeah. likes eating a lot. Yeah, so he, uh, yeah. He's, he's he's okay, but uh, Virgil pursues Billy Clanton. Um, all the way back to the Clanton Ranch, but Billy has now died of his wounds. He's lying dead in his bed. Yeah, and yeah. Virgil comes in, kind of says, you know, to Old Man Clanton, I'm sorry it came to this. And as he turns to leave, he's shot dead in the back by uh, Old yeah, Man Clanton. Um, I like and... They
1: call him Old Man Clanton. His name's N- Newman Clanton. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, you keep call him Old Man Clanton. Clanton. That's how he's referred to throughout the film, yeah. Old Man Clanton. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's fun. maybe why he's angry. <laughs> nobody calls me by my bloody name which is Newman well, okay I'm old so we don't need to rub facts. it in <laughs>
0: <laughs> meanwhile while poor Virgin is getting plugged in the back uh, uh, Chihuahua is not dead but she needs a doctor she's a top class doctor um, mm. so we return to the stagecoach trope of uh, a doctor has to find his mojo yeah. again Yeah, there we go. so uh Doc Holiday must become a doctor once more. And luckily Clementine's a nurse. So she basically puts on a, a cap, which is which is all she does. Holiday has to pull himself together and operate mm-hmm. on Chihuahua. And um, he just goes, I don't have anything to give you for the pain. So this is really going to hurt.
1: Yeah, but you're a, like, you're a strong, brave girl. So just scream and shout as much as you want.
0: Yeah. You're thinking, you're in a tavern full of whiskey. There's something you yeah, can give true. for the pain.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that yeah. exact same thing. But,
0: he, uh, but he, operates, he operates on Chihuahua. So she's still conscious. She thanks him and... Uh, then she no. dies. And, yeah, <laughs> I was just saying they they, they even raise a toast saying Dr. John Holiday, but then Trauma dies. Yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah, because he's a dentist. <laughs> so like,
1: it's like I tell I you, mean, what, bullets got, are a little bit like teeth, do not they?
0: I got it in there. I flossed their teeth. I filled in both cavities. <laughs> teeth, no problem. I think we'll be all right. And the bullet holes? Oh no, didn't do that. That's that's not my department. So she's dead. Think,
1: yeah. <laughs> but she's got great teeth.
0: She's got great teeth. But she's uh Yeah. So Portcharras died now. Um, so uh, and uh, we found out that Virgil is dead too, as she's dumped yeah. on the uh, on the porch by one of the Clantons saying, "We're going to meet you at the. Oh, we'll be waiting for you at the
1: OK Corral." Here we are. Oh blimey. So uh, OK yeah. Corral. There we go. So,
0: yeah. So it's, it's down to uh, to Wyatt, his last surviving brother, Morgan, and uh, and Doc, uh, along with two volunteers who say, "We don't. We can't fight, but we'd like to help," um, yeah. which is a Idiots. bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause then uh, he, cause, uh very very clearly emp- unloads two shotguns and give them to him. So then it was like
1: just look useful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well one of them is the um one of them is, is the is the preacher who likes dancing. So I've got oh, a soft spot for him.
0: Oh is it? Okay.
1: Yeah. So. I don't know who the other one was, but yeah.
0: <laughs> well they, they they don't do much anyway. They stand guard way yeah. away. But it's just the three men walk up to the OK Corral. Yeah. Um and, and again it's it's not as you'd expect the, the traditional western no, face off. Yeah, um, you're right. Because can Doc and Morgan split off on a flanking maneuver? Yeah, they do. Wyatt is, is kind of hiding behind a cactus, um, <laughs> yeah. and they're, they're kind of yelling, yelling standoffs at each other, and kind of the the, the Clanton boys again. They're they behind the, the fence with their rifles, so it's it's very kind of under siege rather than a is, you know, high is. noon type
1: thing. Yeah. Um,
0: so it's interesting. We've seen this is the second Western we've seen. And we haven't really had a shootout yet in the in I the official sense.
1: I think, and no spoilers at the moment that the. Yeah. Volume three will be where we might see the quintessential shootout. Oh
0: well, we we see a mm. we see a pretty good shootout. So it, oh, uh, it's, it's
1: still a cracking shootout, but it's oh, not yeah. the um, it's not yeah. the ten you know ten steps, is it? Whatever it is, Because
0: yeah, because yeah, what because why it sees a stagecoach racing past. So we yeah, uses dust. the the dust, the dust throws up, and as one oh, of the plant boys creeps out to find him yeah. bullets just shoot out the dust and drop him
1: oh it's brilliant. and you can so, see the you can see the light shi- shooting out from the gun as well it's yeah, brilliant it's scene cool. yeah
0: and um and again white kind of runs around a bit and shoots the next one and then the yeah. third one um again doc and morgan are kind of flanking they're about to do it when doc has an unfortunate coughing attack which <laughs> yeah, gives away his position yeah and he gets shot um, they're shooting through
1: like a a, a a kind of like a pen of horses aren't they
0: yeah a corral you might say
1: yeah oh you might indeed say that yes <laughs> It was, it sounds Don't fight okay an OK pen, pen of horses. <laughs> 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 oh dear, <laughs> James, did, I really like, I really, really like the script, but the OK pen of horses, what's that? <laughs> 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 but so,
0: yeah, poor Doc is plugged, but he does kill his assailant, um, but he's he's mortally wounded and dies in Morgan's arms, yeah. um. So all that's left is uh, is old man, or as you like to call him, Norman <laughs> Clanton. Newman.
1: Newman, not Norman. If I was called <laughs> Norman, I think I'd prefer to be called old man Clanton.
0: Newman Clanton is the only one left alive, and he kind of throws down his gun. because See my boys, uh,
1: my boys.
0: Yeah, his, all his boys, he's, all his four sons have been seen killed before his eyes, yeah. and and White doesn't want to kill him. He wants him to, yeah. to suffer. You know, you live with the knowledge of what you've done and seen, as my old man will we, we'll, we'll suffer too. Which I thought, oh, that's unusual. They really. kill the, uh, the villain at the end. So yeah. um, they put him on his horse and, and send him on his way. But of yeah course,
1: it's so obvious. Isn't it's,
0: it? it's hard to say whether this is an trope, it's an old trope because it's an old film. But he, uh, yeah, the villain, having been spared his his imminent death, then draws a pistol and is gunned down immediately by Morgan, nice and neat, dead as dead.
1: Yeah. Um, so There's that's... literally no reason for him to do that, is there? No, no. Just, that, just ride off.
0: Yeah. Or
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean... well, at, least,
0: at least circle round and shoot them. It's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be a bit subtle about it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, the last of the Clantons dies, um, there we go. and and Doc dies too, and uh, and wall left is uh, White and Morgan heading home to to I think uh, maybe their brother again and see their father, break the news to him, and Clementine is uh, is staying on in the, as She's a school
1: teacher, speech. isn't she? Yeah. And they
0: kind of, um, yeah. Henry Fonda's kind of says, "Oh, maybe I'll be back." And why do we like your name, Clementine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and He's not up. great
1: with small talk, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, neither am I, but you know, it's the film's about him.
0: I like your name, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I might come back.
0: <laughs> uh, but thus ends my darling Clementine. Again, one of the uh, the first uh, first uh, OK corals committed to celluloid. So, um... yeah,
1: we are really we are going through the the big guns, aren't we? <laughs> Literally um, of <laughs> er, of early westerns. These this is where it all starts, isn't it? This yeah. is where the this is where the legends are made.
0: We'll we'll take a break and then we'll see if we can we can unravel the legend a little bit. Lovely. Welcome back. Uh, I trust you've fortified yourself and now rubbed dirt on your plate to uh, give it a <laughs> thorough cleaning, as we will we'll delve into uh, into my darling Clementine a little bit. Again, I mentioned before the break. This this is. Again, it's like it's the first historical in in very much inverted commas, uh, western um, dealing with like a legendary tale. And again, this this story, the OK Corral, it's got to be it's it's the western story, isn't it? You can talk about it is, Billy it? the Kid and, and yeah. you talk about um, you know, um, Butch Cassidy, but this is the historical. I think is, story. You're
1: right. I think this is this is definitely it. And and um, it's been told a lot. It's it's been told and told and told. It's been told and told and told. And you know, I mean, it, it's been a while since. A version of this has been told i suppose but i recall so when tombstone was released which which we will be coming to actually later in the run um, um anything away? without giving anything away but you know we'll be coming to that so we're going to do a, a obviously this is quite useful to, at the time when we do tombstone we can look back at this to see what you know what 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 the kind of um story looks like but there was also a, a film released called wire up yeah. with um kevin costner. Had kevin costner in it didn't it yeah and um so even up until like the the 90s and kind of midnight, is it was still, you know, they're still making loads of films about this story. Um,
0: there but, was a version with, um, yeah. with Bert Lancaster and, uh, yes. and yeah, um, there was. Kirk yeah. Douglas that was yeah. awful.
1: <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is so much better. Um, but th- I, I suppose w- what's interesting about this, and so, so this is the, f- this is the, uh, what, what, what am I saying here? This is the first time that this has been committed to celluloid, this story, right? I think um, a, couple of, I mean, a couple, of,
0: couple of minor films made yeah. right after the book was released but yeah, yeah this, but is...
1: this is this is it though isn't it this yeah. is where this is where the legend is cemented in in um not just hollywood law but you know american history right yeah. this is yeah. this is the film that does it
0: um and john ford actually met White up he um he did? They're, yeah the time was detected although you'd again you'd because <laughs> despite the fact it's full of historical inaccuracies i think that's partly because um John Ford didn't care, and openly said he didn't no. care. He's like, he's, yeah. I'll make the movie I want to make, yeah. and I don't, I don't care about that kind of stuff. And
1: I, that's, I quite, I don't mind that at all. I oh, mean, no, not at And all. also, who, who's to know? I mean, you're right. This, this is full of historical inaccuracies. But equally, it, it's never going to be a, a kind of um documentary style filming of what happened at the okay corral because even if why erp is telling john ford it's a version of the truth isn't that's it? the
0: yeah even if his memory hadn't failed him so he met him at the end of his life and yeah. even if he was inclined to tell the truth which he you know Probably given the history wasn't. of the okay corral yeah. he would yeah. painted paint him in a better light um yeah he is there's no, there's no reason he'd know the full facts anyway so yeah, yeah. It's, there is so that i mean that's fine you don't have to this, this is not a documentary it's a story um
1: yeah and, but, and yeah you're right it's a cracky one but what, what 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 I what I can't get my head around with this it's not a criticism of the film by the way it's just an in for me it, it's so odd that the film first of all it's called my darling Clementine so I mean to be honest if you you didn't know you'd have no idea what this was about
0: no, <laughs> I know, know, I It's it's what, not called
1: what... gunfight at the okay Corral is it When
0: we were throwing around ideas to to fill in the the gaps, you know, what what the big films? I skipped over this. I thought it was some kind of musical comedy. Well, me um, too. Like like a romance or something. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I didn't realise, and that, you know, more fool me because this is considered one of the greatest Westerns of all time. right? So why haven't, and it's not that I hadn't heard of it, and I obviously know the story, and I must have seen clips of it. I just didn't know it was called My Darling Clementine. I thought it was called, like, Wire Earp or Tombstone or... Gunfight at the OK Corral or something like that. Not My Darling Cunnington. And what's what's odd about the film, I think it's good as well for this, it's got quite a languid, slow feel to it. So although the, the gunfight at the end is what it builds up to, it takes a long time to get there. And in between the murder of James Earp at the start and the gunfight at the end, it's really a character study. Yes. Of Earp and Holiday, I think, yeah, um, rather the... than rather than lots of explosive scenes, um, it's it's very interesting.
0: There's very little um, menace of the Clantons, like there's I agree. This, the scene yeah. when they when they get the theatre actor, but that's yeah. about it, isn't it? In terms yeah. of they're not they're not oppressive force. They're not there busting up the church dance no. or, or anything no. like that. Um, it's, it's it's almost Clementine provides the drama of the story. She does,
1: yeah. It's entirely entirely not what I expected. The film to feel like yeah. okay, um, so e- even when you then know that the film is about Tombstone and Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and the gunfight at the OK Corral, then you then you suddenly you have an expectation of what the film is going to be, and uh, it didn't it didn't do that really it didn't it didn't become what I what I thought it might be Tombstone for example, and I've not seen Tombstone for a long time. I think is a much more traditional view of of, <laughs> of Tombstone right. You know, whereas this feels quite revision and can't be revisionist, can it? Because it's the first time that this was put to celluloid for people to really engage. It's not a revisionist Western, but it's (laughs) at all. But it feels it almost feels, I don't know, not not experimental, but kind of. Um, it feels quite challenging in what it's trying to do. It's it's almost telling you this is the story, but you're going to focus on the relationship between Earp and Holiday. You're going to focus on the characterization of those two characters really, really deeply, yeah. and I think it's good for that.
0: Yeah, it's um... it's 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 because it's, it's, I it's, say it it. it f- <sighs> <laughs> this is the thing of going far back both beyond you know our, our living time and our kind yeah. of film our film yeah. memory because we've we yeah. not experienced the movies this this old but you wonder like is this because i you know i clocked immediately yeah you, you know these are evil cattle ranches and the music yeah. tells you these are cattle yeah, the, evil yeah, cattle yeah, it ranches. Does, yeah. and you kind of know that james is going to get plugged and yeah. gonna nick his cattle and you know all this so it's, it's quite a by the numbers story you know some, someone someone if someone writes, stranger comes to town and is forced to stay to clean up the town. Yeah, it um, is kind of Doc Holiday is, is the spoiler. He's 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 the thing that doesn't make it conventional because yeah, you're right. Had it because he'd 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 get the murder of his brother and he does. He kills all the murdered people who murdered his brother. And that's that. Yeah. And they have a big shit at the end. But you also have you know the the gambler in <laughs> who's also kind of a crook yeah. in the middle of it who's who's yeah. standing up to the marshal and is an, is an equal foil to him.
1: Very you much. You don't agree. expect
0: yeah. to befriend him. <laughs>
1: no you don't it 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 flips your expectations doesn't it and again it's a challenging one to kind of reconcile because i don't know if it flips my expectations because i've seen hundreds of films like this where my expectations are met yeah and this just flips it or at the time there were no expectations <laughs> and so it's just making a feel, you, do you know what i mean it's like what <laughs> so you almost can't come to it objectively yeah. it's a really difficult thing to do and all, all I will say is that as you know as surprised as I was at the film being about um almost being about the everyday things that go on in Wyatt Earp's life right I was kind of surprised yeah. about that fact, you know he has haircuts and <laughs> you know he's he likes sitting on um on his chair and leaning back and watching Tombstone on a Sunday morning and he you know he likes the, the, the the stage coaches coming in and you know all of this kind of stuff and the relationships he has he likes a bit of gambling it's almost like a day in the life of Wyatt Earp kind of um but when when Doc Holiday turns up yeah my expectation is cool he, you know this is gonna be a this is gonna be a fiery scene and it's really tempered but in a but it's no less it's no less engaging or interesting. In fact it's probably more so because again, my expectations were totally flipped. I was thinking this is is going to be, I don't know what is going to happen, but they're not going to like each other. And actually there's that grudging respect that builds to friendship. Um, It's just, yeah, it's just, it's really, I think it's clever, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I know that it's clever or not. I just think from what I'm seeing at this vantage point in history, you know, 80 (laughs) years after this was made, this is a clever film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. And again, Doc 2, I mean, it's, He's a supporting character really but he's leading well, he, yeah. he's he says that he's the heft of a leading man.
1: He really does. I think in this they're almost I mean Henry Fonda is is the lead but they I think they share top billing almost, don't they? Yeah. Right. Maybe not in terms of screen time but in terms of presence. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cuz as you say the Clanton crew if it, if Doc Holiday wasn't in this it would be a by the numbers film about um getting the clanton crew wouldn't it but yeah. the fact that holidays in it almost adds another layer of antagonism and and kind of misdirection for us to get over and it would it, it, it means that there is then a kind of there's a kind of um there's a thrill in the romantic element of it which i often find in in old films to be a little bit kind of I don't know, schmaltzy and you know, not, not a, a bit stilted. But I didn't think it was stilted in this. I, I, I saw Wyatt Earp in this being a bit clumsy, a bit shy, Um, and kind of works quite well. Chihuahua is that kind of sultry figure. She's sexualized, isn't she? She's, she's hungry and all this kind of stuff. And that's kind of more what I might expect to see. But there's these trysts, there's these relationships that are building up and breaking down. You know, it's just and. An, and this is a film about the o- the gunfight, at the OK Corral, right? And that happens in the last five minutes of the film.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's right? more time to go to the church dance than there is to the gunfight. There fight. is.
1: Yeah, you're right. But it's not boring for that. No. At all. Um, I was just going to mention actually, the church scene is one of my favourite scenes in the film, um, mainly because it's humorous the way that it's presented. The, the preacher saying, you know, we're going to have a dance now. But I really liked the way that. Henry Fonda is clearly uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. He's really uncomfortable with this. He takes his hat off, he's not sure what to do. He throws his hat away and eventually they, they start to dance. And, you know, it's a nice touching scene. But the way that it's filmed, the way that the dancing is filmed, you've got John Ford basically at one end of a uh, kind of like a platform and the dancers come in and out of the camera um, kind of footage. So the camera isn't moving. At all. It's dancers coming in and out. And for me, that the framing of that sequence is brilliant. It's really impressive. And that, for me, is what I loved about this film. Nice. It's John Ford's framing, the way that he stages the action. And by action, I don't just mean the gunfight, which is really well done when it comes, but also the lighting that's used, the stage uh, that's, that's used, the way that he gets actors to position themselves, the way that the camera moves perfectly to reveal certain bits of information and then moves away again. My my actual favourite scene in the film is when they find James Earp in the mud, and then the camera pans back just a little bit, and you see the hatch dripping with water. Yeah. It's the lighting in that. I mean, it's a it's a it's a ten second scene really, but the lighting in it, you get a real sense of the foreboding of those characters, the sadness that they have, and what's to come. It's just yeah. a brilliant, yeah. brilliant scene. Just yeah. a brilliant scene.
0: And as we mentioned, there was um back on the Dark Holiday thing, where there wasn't a traditional Western face-off and shootout with the bad mm. guys. But there is, with Dark Holiday, they, they literally heads them off at the pass and they they square they off do. and they draw yeah, on each right. other. Yeah. And so you, you get that, but you get it between the two heroes of the story.
1: Yeah, you do. Absolutely. Um, you're right. There is, there is a standoff, yeah. Um, and this again, this is that, it, almost the, the interesting story here isn't, the gunfight at the O.K. Corral, is it? The interesting story is the relationship between Holiday and Earp and the relationship between Earp and Clementine and Chihuahua, I guess, really. It's those four, I guess. It's really, a love
0: square. It?
1: <laughs> it's a love square, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, Chihuahua and Earp aren't really in it, but they 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 but are, then they, they
0: could be. Had, had they, begin, had yeah, it had they could had be. Because Truara kind of makes a pass at him at the start and he dumps him in a horse trough and you'd think, with Doc Holliday not there? Yes. This could be the beginning of another relationship.
1: It, it could be. It, you'd almost expect it to be. And this is where I was saying about James Stewart. Yes. If, if it, if it was Jimmy Stewart, right? You, you might expect it to be more of a, a romantic comedy. It could still be a western it should be very good but it might be more of a romantic comedy or if it was Cary Grant you might expect the same thing kind of like a comedy of manners you know two people from opposite ends of the spectrum have to work it out you know it's that kind of thing it never becomes that um but the potential was there for it to become that yeah quite like that as well
0: yeah you mentioned again how yeah Earp is shown in every aspect because again the, the point when um when Doc finds that he's brought Clementine to his room whatever, and he's fuming, mm, he mm, kind of, yeah. r- he races over to Ip, who's having having dinner with his, with his brothers. And it's like, yeah. why did you stick in with my business? And Ip has no idea what he's done. He's, yeah. just... so he's, he's got, yeah. it's got half a bread roll shoved in his mouth. And he's going, yeah. well, that would be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and then Doc is brooding at the bar and he's like yeah. slamming back a bottle of whiskey. He's like, drink with me, Marshall. And he goes, no, thanks. Don't drink. Yeah. No, I would have my supper.
1: Yeah, I just have <laughs> my supper. Yeah. He's, he's so... Well, he so, becomes an everyman in this, doesn't he? he also,
0: he's it's very weird. true. He's true to himself. He's he's, yeah. never, he's not. He's not. Like he's not. Um. He's not super cool in all these situations, but he's very true to himself, which kind of gives him that. That uh, kind of you know. He's relaxed about himself, and he also, he's. It turns out you know he is the better gunman. We 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 could we yeah. didn't know that because holiday. Again, this is coming back to knowing the legend. You think Holiday is the better shot. He's certainly got a better reputation. And, and he initially draws on Earp, who doesn't have a gun, so obviously can't fight him back. But when it comes Absolutely. down to it and it's serious, it's Earp who comes up
1: top. Yeah, and um, Henry Fonda, I mean, I mean, I, so he, Henry Fonda is um, he's in a few of my favorite, yeah, he's in a few. No, he's, he's in a Twelve a, Angry Men. Yeah, he's in Twelve Angry Men. He, he, he's in a, he's in a couple of films which I would consider to me my absolute favourite films of all time. Right, so um Twelve Angry Men, you know, just he's brilliant in it, and yeah. that is a brilliant film. Right, so and, you know, he, he 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 plays that kind of um again against type. I think again that kind of you know that that considered jury member as it were he's in failsafe where he plays the the president of the united states uh again and there's a a a nuclear kind of um scare with with russia by the way 10 times better than dr strangelove um Mm -hmm. it's a brilliant film and he's also in the oxbow incident which is an earlier western um which it which it, it has lots of kind of it's a film that really it's really goes up my street because it's got lots of moral decisions that need to be made by characters who are flawed. And nice. some of them make the right decisions and some of them make the wrong decisions. It's just a brilliant film. Um, so those those three films, I they are stone cold five star films for me. And I, I won't I, I won't reveal whether this is a five star film or not at the moment. But, you know, Henry Fonda is. He is cl- he's classic Hollywood, right? And in this, I feel like he's playing slightly outside of character a little yeah, bit. I expect yeah. him to. i almost expect to be more of a more of an act, not an action hero, a man of action, perhaps.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, he's also in uh, Too Late the Hero. If we talk about five star films, and he if is you have, he in Too Late, have, yeah, he in too late the Hero. we have three hours spare, give you a quick pre-see of the movie.
1: <laughs> we need more than an hour, lively Is it three hours? <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, that's about <laughs> right then, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, of course the, he's in that thought, yes he yeah, is yeah. isn't he yes. because
0: again they it's needed it's someone kind of with with the, he's only in flight for three seconds yeah, but he's but they like, need someone with the the steel to be a military commander of, of kind of the naval thing i thought yeah brilliant yeah, henry Fonda, yeah. and i mean you know he, he is
1: um and henry fonda's worked with john ford a few times right so um He's not unfamiliar. But it did make me wonder why he chose Henry Fonda over, say, John Wayne. Because John Wayne is the one that you associate with John Ford, right? He's in lots of his films. So why why Henry Fonda and not John Wayne? And maybe it's because um, Henry Fonda is a little bit gentler, I guess, really. And the role, although he's wired up, the role is the role is more, I think the role is more progressive than, say, John Wayne might deliver it. I'm not saying, you know, John Wayne is a great actor, right? But I think you just get an, you get, to get an image of Henry Fonda as being slightly more progressive, slightly more modern, less traditional, and so therefore this. Film is presenting that dichotomy between the old west yeah. and those kind of new, new the civilization that comes. You know, the church is being built. Yeah. um The, the um, Clementine at the end becomes the schoolmistress, for example. civilization has reached the old west, hasn't it? Maybe they'll
0: stop selling liquor to Indians.
1: <laughs> <Maybe they
0: will. laughs> to <be progressive>, that <laughs> line
1: didn't. That line didn't live well. didn't last. <laughs> no, he <it> didn't. Did <laughs> I like the yeah, way they said it. Yeah. What you know, kind of we, town
0: is this selling liquor to Indians? Like, yeah. Oh my god. Because <laughs> we mentioned in the previous movie, they they managed to do well by not mentioning it in Indians at all about that line. Ooh, that's
1: not yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, I mean, interesting as well that the two films that we have seen haven't been primarily. You know, it's a western. Neither of them have really been about Indians, have they?
0: Yeah. Well, know, the last one was more because that was the overwhelming threat. Here it's about yeah, right, yeah. You know, westerners killing each other. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is more? Which is to me more of a western thing. It's like um, it's like in zombie movies, the threat is always from from within.
1: Always. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I, I wanted to list a few of my favourite scenes in the film. So um, I, I like—I really, really enjoyed the, um, the the scene in the bar with um, Granville Thorndike reciting Shakespeare um, mm-hmm. and then obviously Doc Holliday coming in. It's a really moving moment. It tells you a little bit about the fact that Holliday isn't just, he's not just a rough and ready alcoholic who's up for a fight. He's cultured. He knows something. You know, there's a past there. He's got a bit of, He's got a bit of background. I think that's really good. I love Henry Fonda. You mentioned it in in the start. The fact that he's um he's leaning back on his chair and he's kicking he's kicking himself back on his left foot, then his right foot, then his left foot, then his right foot. And again, yeah. I'm I'm not expecting to see that from Wyatt Earp. You know, <laughs> yes. It, it, it's almost it's he's almost a bit of a child, isn't he? You know, he's just you know he's he's just having fun. Um, yeah it's it's really good i love i love the um the drunk engine scene is really good as well you know it's that kind of again it's 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 played seriously but it's played with a lightness of touch yeah. which makes you engage with the characters um and also doc Holliday's introduction i think is a cracking scene as well when he comes in swipes the hat off the gambler and he says i told you never to come in here again um and then you know basically humiliates this particular gambler before he settles down at the bar for a drink and then everything's quiet so oh, it's brilliant
0: yeah, I couldn't tell if that guy's name was Gambler or he just yeah, called like him Gambler.
1: It's like because
0: <laughs> they kept calling him Gambler. It's like even even the next day when he's going goodbye, Gambler, get on the next stage. It's like is yeah. he is he Mr. Gambler the Gambler? <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I was I always add to that is the scene after holiday. is just said told Clementine. Go home, and he's and Victor Mature sits down with a bottle of whiskey. Even though Mac, the bartender and his friends, is please he's not him whiskey, not to, yeah, yeah, because I think it's because it will it will worsen his condition. Yeah. it'll kill him. And Victor Mature just looks so heartbroken as he throws yeah. it back. It's like he's just knocking back the whiskey, staring dead ahead, and he's just yeah, it's all in no nothing said. It's all just in his face. Well, he's really, a
1: broken man, isn't he? He's it's yeah. more he's more complicated than I think. I think the the it's the realization that Doc Holliday is a more complicated man. Than we expect him to be when we first see him, yeah. and I think Wyatt Earp is almost a less complicated man yes. than we expect him to be. Almost, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because... I quite
1: like the fact that that that's, that that defies expectation a bit.
0: But I think also, yeah, if you say why not cast John Wayne, because I think he would it would make Wyatt Earp too much more like the Wyatt Earp we'd expect now. This this yeah, towering, right. yeah. you know. Um, Juggernaut of justice, who comes in and will destroy anything in his path. Um, yeah. Whereas now it's like he's he's he is very much an everyman who's kind of fallen into this this role yeah. And, yeah. and has to navigate his way through it.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so I think it's a good i'm sure john wayne would have done a good job in it but i, I think it, it's henry Fonters, isn't it really it's it's, it's his film yeah um, but i don't think
0: it's the, not that john wayne wouldn't done a job it's the fact that you wouldn't have believed that victor Mature stood I, a chance against him or right. the stood a chance against him he would he would just be like wow he's gonna do a lot here yeah
1: it's john wayne you know it's the it's the introduction in stagecoats isn't it zoom <laughs> yeah. zoom cut from half a mile away hi i'm john wayne yeah, yeah, yeah. it would it would take because actually it's it's um it's holidays entrance the, is the big one, isn't it? Yeah. That's the one because, because Herb? his entrance is just you know, he's cattle ranching at the start, isn't he? You don't he's even got a scruffy anything. beard as well. He's, he's, not, got, he's yeah. not
0: terribly well put out because it's not left as he gets, gets cleaned yeah. up and,
1: and he's 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 skinny as well, isn't he? He's not yeah. a he's not a big man, I mean, he's tall, but he's not a big man. He's, he doesn't look tough, does he? I don't think. Uh, yeah. in in the same way that Holiday does, or in the same way that uh, John Wayne would in yeah. something like this as well.
0: And he's often shown just seeing again. He doesn't like a, have a big coat or jacket. He's often just in a shirt, and it's like that makes him seem more wiry and, and not <laughs> yeah. as
1: threatening. I know it's weird. Um, I mean, should we come on to the actual gunfight as well? Because um, although you know you, you wait about an hour and twenty five minutes for it, yeah. um, and I think in any other in any other or in many other versions of this film or versions of types of this film the gunfight is the central play isn't it it's the thing that you're waiting for it's built up to be this extraordinary process that's what the story is right and in this it isn't the story but when it does and it reminded me a little bit of stagecoach as well because the the extraordinary chase sequence in stagecoach uh, stagecoach takes a long time to come it's you know it's toward the end of the film and it isn't actually even the end of the film yeah it, there's a little bit after it's like a coda that takes place as well but when it comes you you kind of you're almost wound up for it a little bit so like, when when we're we gonna get to the okay corral when's this gonna happen when's the stay when's this you know, this chase can happen. I know it's going to happen. When's it going to happen? But when it does come again, the framing that John Ford has and the way that it's filmed, the lighting, you know, the sandstorm that's kicked up from the stagecoach that goes by. And then you see this, the, the flash of the bullets coming out of White Earp's gun. Um, it's a beautiful piece of filming um really great cinematography it doesn't look like it's 80 years old It could have been made you know it could have been a deliberate monochrome decision of a film made in the 80s or 90s do you know what i mean it just yeah, looks yeah. fantastic and then you've got the corral with the horses you know the pen as it were and they're shooting <laughs> through them and it's it's just thrilling really yeah but and, and it, but it, it is over as you might expect it to be over which is a lot happens in a very short period of time
0: yeah it's pretty much what, as soon as, as soon as things do get bloody. It's just one shot, one dead. It's like, it's yeah, bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang,
1: And it's over in about, what, 30 seconds?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's you it's know? very quickly done.
1: But I like, I, that felt, I mean, who knows, but it felt authentic to me, I guess, really, to a certain extent. I know it, it, it can't be, but it felt authentic to me in that in that regard. Um, the one thing I would say about the film, which is, it, it, I mentioned at the start of the kind of thesis here, that it, it, feel, it felt more languid, less structured um, than I was expecting it to be. I'm not necessarily saying that that's a bad thing per se, but um, I felt at some in, in, times during the film I was wondering where we were going. Okay. Um, so it, it, you know, it was almost like things were things were on occasion going around in a circle a little bit, and it's a, I think it's a deliberate ploy to get the to get the audience thinking about the characters per se um and trying to establish the relationship as well so i thought you know a lot a lot that was going on in the first say 30 minutes 45 minutes of the film it's not that it wasn't essential to the film but it was it was characterization rather than plot development and again i don't know whether that's my expectation of what i thought the film would be which would be a lot of plot a lot of moving to the okay um the gunfight the okay corral and it wasn't that it was moving it was you know, languidly moving around scenes and situations, um, it's just something there. Maybe, I f- maybe if it was slightly tighter in its structure and its plotting earlier on, you know, it, it, it might have been better. But that's that's really I'm picking at straws a little bit, really. Yeah.
0: No, I, g- I agree with you because again, to compare it to stagecoach, I meaning of stagecoach by its nature is a much more dynamic, um, kinetic yeah. plot because it, it has to go somewhere. The, the coach is always it does, moving, yeah. and it's got a destination. Here, you're right; it is more like. Oh, we're here. over oh, we're here. And even when all the players are set up, it's like Doc's now got to go, and Chihuahua's um, and yeah. chihuahua's here. Yeah. Clementine is going. There's still
1: a lot. Not. There's still a lot of ing and froing happening.
0: There's a lot of toing and froing, and it, it's it's so that the characters have a chance to interact with each other. But you're never quite sure what's where. Like Doc is going to take um, Chihuahua away with him, but then he's not. Yeah. He didn't say yeah. why. Yeah. And then he's brought back, and then she's it's like, yeah. There's uh, there's lots of stuff going on here, and and sometimes. It feels like yeah, things are racing to a head because they're racing to a head. Like um, I don't know that uh, Virgil just happened to be on a horse outside to to ride after Billy Clanton and this kind yeah. of stuff. Yes, yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. So there was there was that. At one one point I did uh, think of. Um, was quite ponderous towards the the start of the film was when he's after he's buried James Earp and, mm. and he's getting he's, he's yeah he's talking to his grave so it's very thoughtful but it's what he's saying as well in the in things like um i don't know maybe one day we'll build a land where young fellas like you can, yeah. can grow old and raise family i'm thinking that's very interesting because this it was made it? immediately post-war and it like, was yeah are they know is that the message is like talking to the, the young men yeah. who did die then
1: and uh yeah because he says you 18 didn't didn't even have a chance yeah, yeah. I, i'd agree with you i think that is it that is a, a a statement on that effect i know that um because obviously fonda fought in the second world war and and um th- the film itself is about that kind of passing of almost the passing of the old guard isn't it to to the to the newer generation so it was yeah. probably a poignant moment which is deliberate i certainly read it like that
0: anything else to think about again how was uh how was your other other viewings of, of westerns of a similar era gone
1: so i've um so since we watched stagecoach i've watched three more westerns um so obviously one of those is my darling clementine the other one was a laurel and hardy film <laughs> called way out west look you know it's it's it was um in the era and it's it had good kind of reviews and stuff um a slight film, shall we say, um, <laughs> not not without its charms, I have, I have to say, but um, I th- it, it basically uh, it was a film about um, Laurel and Hardy arrive in this town and they have got uh, some news about um, a, a bar girl's father who has died and has left them, left her, you know, the, the ranch, for example. So she's now very rich and the owner of the tavern and his um, scheming wife try to get this. Kind of will from Laurel and Hardy without the girl knowing. That's basically the film. <laughs> it was really fun, and you know Laurel and Hardy get into scraps. There are some really good set pieces in it. Um, it. But it's you know if you like Laurel and Hardy, you're going to like this. I'm okay with Laurel and Hardy, <laughs> right? You know, so you know it's okay. Um, it's one of those things. There's lots of kind of musical sequences, and so- suddenly there's a musical sequence, and there's a lot of kind of Chaplin-esque type humour. But I always find that I, I think. When you compare Laurel and Hardy with someone like Chaplin, I think they always come off slightly worse, to be oh, yeah. honest. I'd rather just watch a Chaplin film, but you know, hey, there you go. Um but so it wasn't terrible though, don't get me wrong, but it 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 was it was certainly that's that's a film that i thought this is definitely of its time right um but the other film i watched was a film called Destry Rides Out oh no sorry Destry Rides Again
0: i was thinking because i know Destry Rides Again it was just a prequel to Destry
1: Rides Again Again, James Stewart and Marlene Dietrich and i absolutely loved it um and again it's a it's a story as old as Hollywood (laughs) okay it's been told a million times um uh Deputy Marshal is called to help out in a town that is lawless, basically. This Marshal is, you know, he's 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 a kind of out of character for the town. You know, James Stewart plays um, Destry, who um, doesn't he doesn't have a gun. He never, he, he's a, almost like a uh, can you be a pacifist before the Second World War? If, if you could, he was a pacifist. You know, he doesn't believe in violence, he believes in dialogue um, and diplomacy and all this kind of stuff. And um, anyway, as the film goes on, he develops relationships with people from the town. Um Marlene Dietrich plays this kind of like um this cabaret artist in in, in the tavern where lots of the activity happens. There's a gambler who is basically you know, uses gambling to steal people's ranches, et cetera, et cetera. He's a lawman. Jimmy Stewart's a lawman. And over time, the town learns to respect him, and he becomes... And, it, you know, there's a couple of things that happen in the film which makes him hugely respected in the, in, in the town as well. And in the end... He's loved by everybody. Didn't use it's that kind of film? It reminds me a little bit like Doc Hollywood, for example, the Michael J. Fox film, <laughs> um, where we go, it's, it's basically that film, but this yeah. was done in 1939. Or um, Cars. your yeah, yeah, Cars. Yeah, yeah, it's all of that kind of film that you've seen a million times, but it's just done really well. Okay. And James Stewart, you know, a young looking James Stewart as well, you know, he's 39, pre, pre-war, pre he went off to become a hero, etc., cetera, then came back looking about 60, as you do. <laughs> um, you've got a, a relatively young Marlene Dietrich as well, um, and it's a, it's it's a it's not again it's not a comedy but it's very it's very light-hearted it's a good natured film actually but again it does make me realize that i'm glad i didn't live in about 1860 in the (laughs) wild west because i would not have lasted 10 minutes honestly (laughs) all of these places look absolutely terrifying
0: yeah yeah uh, i couldn't square down with some horny-handed cowboy (laughs)
1: Oh my goodness! Oh, just oh god. So yeah, so those two films that I've watched as, as, as well as well. So I'm enjoying it at the moment.
0: Okay, very good. we
1: really enjoying it at the moment. Uh, there are, there are. I mean, what I do. Have you noticed a
0: shift in in, in the, so far? Was it, is it too close to call?
1: Um, again, I think the thing for me, and this is going to make me sound like an absolute um, kind of ignoramus. Perhaps with the exception of Way Out West, the Lauren and Hardy film, I feel like the films that I've watched have all been so much more sophisticated than I was expected them to be. Okay. And, and then that's, not, you know, who am I to judge, you know, films like these are classic films, right? These are yeah. well-known films. I mean, Destiny Rides again, isn't a, it's not a top echelon Western film, right? But I know, I know my, the name. I recognized yeah, it. I yeah. would, I would very, rec- I would very, very much recommend watching it. It's really good. You, okay. you know, it's a, it's light hearted. It's well intentioned. It's a fun film with some dramatic edges in it. It's got Jimmy Stewart performing out of his skin. It's got Marlena Dietrich in it performing out of her skin. It's a great film, right? It's a really, really, really Excellent. good Mark film.
0: Mark that down. Okay, you can yeah. do that.
1: Destry Rides Again. Really good film. Um, and. But it, it's it's when I say it's a really good film, it's well filmed as well. Yeah. You know, the, the the cinematography is crisp. The monochrome looks rich. The lighting is fantastic. The stage and setting and the framing of the film is really good. Um, there's a story in there which is complex, where people have to make moral decisions Um all of them have been like that stagecoach with its extraordinary chase sequence, but also the way that it builds up a kind of, um, you know, a ragtag bunch of characters. You know, you've seen that a million times, but was this the first time it was seen? Maybe not, but it was one of the first times it was seen. Right. It yeah, must have been yeah. one of them because there weren't many films before 1939 <laughs> when everyone watched it. Right? It's at the start. And it's yeah. the same with this. I kind of expected films of this age to be more simple.
0: Yeah. I don't and either.
1: they're not. But they're they're not it at all into, you get it into ninety minutes though, <laughs> but and they're all they're all about ninety to ninety-five minutes. Yeah, all the ones wow. I've seen, have been. Yeah, very good.
0: Well, that's promising. Yeah, so, uh, should we, we take a short break? But we'll give my darling Clementine its scores, mm-hmm. and then maybe hint at what we'll be watching Ooh, next month. Indeed. <laughs> Welcome back for the final furlong. I hope you fish yourself out of the horse trough, dried <laughs> off the clothes, cleaned your teeth as any good dentist would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as we come to the uh, the end of my darling Clementine, James, would you like to give it its score out of uh, five silver crosses?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Um, I, oh, I had a I had a score in mind Um before we had this discussion, but I, th- I feel like I've maybe taken over the discussion a little bit and been quite effusive about the film and described everything I liked about it, <laughs> which maybe leads me to believe that I think it's a five star film. Um, I, I had I had come into this thinking it's probably a, a, a high four, but a four perhaps. But actually, when I when I talk about it, yeah, and I kind of verbalise my feelings about it, it's it's a lot it's a lot more it's a lot more interesting than even I was thinking about when I was watching it, right? So for me, it's a five-star film. There's a lot to love about this film. It's not perfect, but I don't think a five-star film needs to be perfect. It's such a good film. It's such an interesting film to watch with great characters, and I was totally invested in it.
0: Okay, very good. For myself, I... Again, you've also... Again, this conversation has bigged the film up to me as well. the, The conversation we've had, and again, me recollecting what I liked about it, has brought it up. I was... I was less effused by this than I was of Stagecoach. Stagecoach okay, had, a, had yeah. a bigger impact on me. This yeah. felt like a film, a Western of the 1940s. Um, and you're, you're right, it's only when we start actually digging into yeah. what was unusual about it. Um, again, and also, <laughs> it's just got, got to take my head out of the wild-type Doc Holliday legend because, again, I, I'm I'm really keen on that and I've seen lots of versions of it. Um, so it, it, you've got to enjoy it for the film that it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the characters are good, the, the settings are good some of my set pieces I, I wasn't as into it as you. I don't think so. You know by the thing. But I think it's a four for me. I'd give it a four.
1: I think that's absolutely fair. I mean, I'd come into the, I'd come into this conversation with thinking it was going to be a four. This is a four, a solid four. Yeah. Um, but as you say, when you articulate your feelings about it, or when I articulate my feelings about it, I think to myself, well, what actually, what didn't I like about it? And in the end, yeah. I'm kind of scrabbling around to think, well, it's. It's a bit meandering, but it's me- I think it's purposefully me- it's, it's That's not a criticism of it. That's deliberate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, uh, it's, you know, if, if that's what I'm thinking is the thing I like least about it.
0: Maybe you're the problem.
1: <laughs> maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, I just find it bizarre that a film, this film is called My Darling Clementine. Why not call it Gunfight the OK Corral or something? <laughs> It's because just
0: because no one would have known what it was until the film came out that's the thing yes everyone right. knew the song my darling yes. Clementine. yeah
1: you're right you want that. you're right yeah so there, there's, mad, there's method to the madness there I guess yeah, really it is. isn't there yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's a good point
0: because no one knew he was writing a legend at that point no <laughs> so,
1: no it's true yes good it, point if it hadn't taken
0: off it had been like who's this guy wired up with some kind of shootout okay Yeah. Was, yeah what's, what's, what's the almost? OK
1: Corral is that a horse pen <laughs> <laughs> Is that what a corral is? Oh right. It's like a garage. Gun fight
0: at the course garage. <laughs> oh, so no. with that we'll actually with with that, what are we what are we watching next? As we move on, are we going on to yeah. the fifties? Yes. We're
1: in the fifties now. We're in the fifties. Oh the yeah. golden age of the West. Oh, we are. And the film that we will be watching is High Noon. Oh, exciting times. Gary Cooper and Grace Kelly. Marvellous. And our friend Thomas Mitchell, who was in stagecoach.
0: Oh, was he? Okay. Pretty yeah, he good. was
1: the drunk, um he was the drunk, basically. Oh good I like Thomas Mitchell. Yeah. Who's direct, yeah. who directed the high Noon? Now this is Fred Zinneman. Oh, we've moved um, off John Ford. Yeah, we've yeah, we finally moved off John Ford. We have now Fred well. Let's, let's say not, no more. Let's not let's, talk about uh, this hol- now.
0: holster that, holster that six shooter. <laughs> <laughs> we uh let's save that for our next episode But yeah. I'm sure our audience's appetites are well wetted. But yeah. until then, we'll have to saddle up and ride our buggy off into town with a cartwheel of dust past Monument Valley for um, <laughs> hopefully oh, we'll not the last time. We'll be coming past there
1: again soon,
0: <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you down the trail, but until then, we wish you a very happy and a very healthy weekend at Crumpies. Good evening, all. Weekend at Crumpies. Uh, funny story. You know that. Well, I'll be one- judging that. <laughs> I'm pretty confident well um so uh so I had my super duper microphone all hooked up uh mm. yes uh, last last month yep. and um but of course normally I you have a microphone uh, headphone headset so to yeah. hear what was being done I had my wireless ear, uh, earbuds in as well so I could hear and then I could speak oh, yeah, yeah. and then upon some cursory investigation once I actually edited together the podcast and found how awful my my recording was <laughs> Um, I took a look and found out the microphone wasn't even turned on. <laughs> so so what we've been hearing is my poor earbuds doing their very best to record any noise whatsoever.
1: <laughs>
0: that was the sound. You know we're what,
1: fair play. that is a funny story. <laughs>